0: Hi, guys. This is David. Welcome back, Behind the Velvet Rope. We are joined here today by... Now, we all know that I mess up everybody's last names. I really do. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. I'm about to mess up your last name, Jess Zarea.
1: I haven't heard that one before, but I do have a very difficult last name. Yes, my last name is Persian. Um, I'm obviously not Persian. Uh, my last name is Zadeh, So it's like Za Day.
0: So I really wasn't close at all.
1: <laughs> you got the Z, right?
0: And that's okay. You know what it is? I can't read my own handwriting, so that's the problem. And you Hi. are from the Blonde Unfiltered podcast. We are very happy to have you yes. here.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: How is your podcast going in the times of quarantine?
1: You know, it's um, it, it hasn't really changed for me because I'm used to working from home. The main change is that my husband is now working from home. Ah. So we, yeah, my office, which used to be a guest room, I converted it into my office slash Peloton room, is now... Um, our office and he's just around a lot and i've been telling people that like this was not in our ketubah. it was not in our marriage like agreement he was supposed to be gone from like 8:30 to 6 Monday through Friday and that and hasn't been happening now. so he's home now which is why i'm currently coming to you from my master bedroom because he's supposed to i don't know what the fuck he's doing but um he's yeah you know it's it. an adjustment And I think, I personally think, I don't know, maybe you can like sign a petition for me, but I think that I've earned another eternity band just for sticking through this quarantine.
0: (laughs) Listen, anyone who is quarantining with anyone else in any capacity, I feel deserves something. I mean, I'm going a little crazy at times from being alone, but every friend I have is like, just be happy you're alone. It's the better of the two options.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. I've been going for a lot of walks. My poor dogs are like enough, bitch. Like we're <laughs> we're good. We're walked out. But uh, yeah, and you know, I've been taking like some drives up the four hundred five just by myself to listen to music, and you know, it's, how is uh, it in LA in West LA? It's yeah. I'm yes. I'm in West LA. No, not anywhere specific. Um, but yeah, it's. You know, it's interesting because the first couple weeks, um, the city of Beverly Hills, which is a a city that's... It's its own city. It's not part of the city of Los Angeles. They apparently weren't taking it seriously. So it was really funny because the first Mm. couple weeks, you could go to like get coffee and stuff. And, you know, everything was kind of the same there. But now, I mean, it's just... people People are doing a good job. Everyone's like wearing masks and wearing their gloves. Although this week... I was telling my husband, I kind of feel like people are just like over it. Um, I think so too. Of, yeah. Cause we've seen a couple people, actually, a lot of people recently, like when we, when we walk the dogs and like no mask, no anything. And like this morning, I went to pick up my groceries at Whole Foods and saw some people just walking on uh, the Whole Foods I went to is on Wilshire Boulevard and it's walking on Wilshire, just, you know, everything. So I think people are kind of done with it. But I think so. in New
0: York, I don't know. There's people out in New York too, you know, like more, really? than, I, more than I think there was like three weeks yeah. ago.
1: Yeah. I do. And it's warming up and mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's different because it's like the, the governor of California is saying different things than Garcetti, who's the mayor of LA. So it's, I don't know. I think people are just kind of getting over it and it's getting nice and people are going a little crazy, so...
0: They're over it. Well, speaking of Beverly Hills, since you are in Beverly Hills Ground Zero, I figured we could kind of compare notes. You know, I like to talk about my real-life experiences with all these women. And, like, let's talk about the show, too. You know, like, I'm just curious if you know any of these women, and, like, we'll go down the list. And then, because you're, you know, let's not stereotype, but because your husband is Persian... I have had other, per, you know, I've I had someone from Shahs of Sunset. Actually, I've had two people from Shahs of Sunset on my show here. And, you know, they both kind of said the same thing of like, no, no, no. Every single Persian in like basically watches the show. So I also would like to then talk about Shahs of Sunset and see because your husband is sure. Persian. Are these two people that are on the show correct? And that every Persian in L.A. is kind of somehow 10 degrees separated from each other. Oh,
1: that I would, yes. Which is not me
0: being stereotypical. It's just that is what two people have said that came on the show from the shots of sunset.
1: Oh, yes, 100%. Yes, we can get into that.
0: So let's start
1: with the Beverly
0: Hills Housewives. Now, first of all, do you watch the show? You don't Uh, have
1: to. Yes, I did well, i I did I wasn't sure if I was going to watch it this season, but did um for I started for work purposes, and I was like, okay, I'll watch it. Um, but I will say it's definitely versus like the first two seasons of the show, as I you know have gotten to know people, and I do know some of the women and some of the people that have used to be on the show, it's kind of like. Uh, It's it's just not as enjoyable, and it's like you know the you know real stuff that's going on, and when you when you hear some of these stories about these women like in real life or whatever, it's it's just it's not as I guess fun watching it. Um, but yeah, I have watched this season, and it's I guess better than last season. I'm really I'm really enjoying Garcelle. I do not know Garcelle. Don't. I don't think know anybody that knows her, um, but I You're am really enjoying her. her. I'm liking her. I'm I think liking, she's a good
0: addition, Garcelle too.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think she's a really good addition. I'm liking Sutton. Um, I do not know her personally, but I do have a couple of mutual friends with her and uh, asked one of them back a couple months ago when it first came out that she was joining the show, asked her, do you think she'll be good? And she said, uh, well, she has legit money. She has like legit fuck you money, and I think so. she's like crazy eccentric, like crazy in a good way, like crazy eccentric. And she actually kind of reminds me of this friend that I have, and I think that she's just, she doesn't really give a fuck, you know? She doesn't need the show, so I don't think she's like afraid to speak her mind. Um, so I know a lot of people don't really like Sutton, but I kind of like her because I think that she can put like some of these fake bitches in their place you know so and what do these yeah, people I, that oh know God.
0: her say like your friends or your friends of friends do they like her
1: about Sutton yeah
0: you know, or like the as girl, a person
1: well the girl that knows her the best or woman I should say that knows her the best she is very good at having uh that type of friend. Like that type of friend that you're I, I I that you're really probably not like besties with, close with, but you know, you see at the same events, that kind of thing. And I just I haven't heard anything bad about her. So, yeah, and I think that she can take on these people that have been there a long time like Kyle and you know anyone who listens to my show knows my feelings and thoughts on Kyle. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I'm here for it. Someone that can kind of take Kyle and go toe-to-toe with her and it's not intimidated by her.
0: I mean, I really, I mean, so we sat down with her. We had her on behind the velvet rope. I really liked her. You know, it's weird. If you Google her net worth, which by the way, that's one of my favorite things to do in the world. You know, that like <laughs> celebrity. I have friends that are like, it's so not right. But my whole thing is like, if, right. it's, if it's one if it's one like benchmark and they get everybody wrong, it's still like in relation to everybody else. This is my theory. So it still gives you some indication. But like, for instance, they keep saying Bethany Frankel's worth like 25 million, which I would have thought a lot more.
1: Yeah, I don't know how accurate those things are. I, I, I will say for Sutton, knowing... The the people that we know in common all have like fuck you money. So well, that's the crowd that million, she's hanging around. So it's with.
0: obviously not right. It's oh, right. no, 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 no. Something's I don't think that's wrong. right. Also, something's wrong.
1: Also, her her new her, her second husband works in finance in somewhat the same industry that my husband works in. And I mentioned his name to my husband. My husband was like, Oh yeah, he does more than fine. She's married so,
0: now. She's not married now, is she?
1: She, she's on her second marriage, but I don't think he's oh. going to be in the show. Okay. I, I think he's too, like, kind of normal to be in the show. But my favorite thing was, oh, so this woman that I know that knows her said, I think she'll do well because she lives on this certain street in Bel Air. And she, what did she say? She said she has, like, the legit version of kyle's old house and so she goes kyle's probably automatically going to hate her because one she still lives on this side of the hill and two she has like the legit version of kyle's house so it's like you know bigger better her old house not her new one
0: and that for makes- people that aren't
1: from from la there's this kind of not animosity but like jokingly thing like if you're on one side of the if you're on the valley side it's like you know, maybe not as nice if you're on like the west side as this side. So I. So think who lives on the
0: west side on the show? Just Sutton, not Vanderpump. Sutton
1: lives in Bel Air. Uh, Vanderpump does. Vanderpump lives in um, BHPo, which is so Beverly Hills Post That's Office. the real deal. That's the real deal. Um, Lisa Rinna lives actually in Beverly Hills, and then who else is on the show? Teddy lives in Hollywood. Uh, Dorit lives in Encino now.
0: How's Encino? Who
1: else? Encino's nice. I mean, Encino's like a nicer part of the valley. Um, It's a nicer part of the valley. I'm shocked that she lives there. And I don't, I mean, if you want, we can do a deep dive into that whole house thing. We're going to do a
0: very deep dive into that. (laughs) Yes.
1: I, yeah. So I, and I've talked a lot about this on my podcast. um, So, I knew Dorit when she first, uh, first had her first baby. And I talk about all the time on my show. I used to work at this store in West Hollywood on Robertson. And um, she, when I knew her, she wore her hair in a chip clip and had a different nose and spoke with a Long Island accent. And she had uh, a B of A red debit card. Uh, that PK would transfer money into. So she would like pick out everything that she wanted and she'd say, hold it. And then she would like call PK, who was her fiance at the time and say, can you transfer this much and then charge it? And then she would have us bring it up to her house, which was the first house that you saw on the show. And- The one that that you walked up
0: all the stairs-
1: Yes, so that used okay. to be uh, Jennifer Lopez's house a million years ago, and then uh, this man, Sam Nazarian, he's the head of SBE, so he owns um, you know like a bunch of clubs and hotels and all that. So he bought the house from J Lo, and he leased the house to, to Dorit and PK, and um, so. When I knew her, she's like, "Oh yeah, we're renting this house for a little bit, but we probably won't be here, you know, too long." And they just moved in when I went up to the house, and it reminded me of like Teresa Judice's house, like Circus Season One of Jersey, when it was like totally empty and there was just like one couch in the middle. I get it. it. Um. Anyway, and so, uh, yeah, they rented that house for quite some time, and then the house that they live in now, um also is owned by uh, the same conglomerate. And uh, apparently, Dorit, uh came up with a new LLC that is partial owner that bought in, I think, 20% of the house. And so her LLC is... That name is on uh, some of the documents. But there's also... Uh, they don't flat out own this one either, so I'm choosing my words very carefully. But, but they um, don't
0: rent it.
1: They pay a monthly amount to a um, to the company that owns it, and I'm very confused.
0: Yeah. I'm very okay. Confused. So I'll
1: <laughs> so the um. I mean, I, I like it, thought there
0: was only three things: you either buy a house in cash, you go and get a mortgage, and you put down whatever. You know, it's six million dollars I like to throw around on the show. So if you put down two million, mm-hmm. you have a mortgage for four million, no. or you pay your forty thousand dollars a month in rent. I didn't think there was any option for it.
1: Yeah, so the the, the company that owns it, it's uh, in the same uh, under the same umbrella of the the person that they're renting their house from before. And they also... So they also do residential development. And this company was developing, I think, four houses on that same street in Encino. And this was the first one that was done. So this one... That number, like it was 6 million. I don't know where the fuck they got that number. It was never even on the market. Um, And so I had my husband look into this. So (laughs) uh, that's why I know. But anyway, so that... um, they own the house because they developed it. Right. So there's an agreement. I don't know. I can send you the document if you want. There's an agreement that this is, why not send it along. um, This is the company that owns the house. Right. So just like you can put a piece of property into a trust and then there are different, you know, people's names on it. That's kind of what it is. And she bought took out like an llc that anyone can do and bought in 20% of the property so yes her company owns that percentage but then they pay a lesser amount of rent to the company that owns it does that make sense yeah and but there's it's a, a reason complicated
0: situation it sounds like
1: yeah and there's a reason why no one's individual name is on the house. There's a reason why there's, you know, an LLC on the house, not their individual name.
0: And why is that? And why is that?
1: (laughs) I, so um, my husband and his brother-in-law have a company. They work in finance. And his brother-in-law's family is very close with the Nazarian family. And so my brother in law has actually, or my husband's brother in law has actually told me a lot about PK's past, which is quite checkered. That's um, what it seems. Yeah. So apparently he was, uh, he left his wife in the UK and came here and rented a house in Santa Monica from another Persian guy. And this is a good lesson for people. If you ever are d- renting property from a Persian person, like, don't skip out on your rent because they will hunt you down and find you and take you to small claims. Um, so yeah, he, that did not go well. So then it start it just kind of snowballed and he filed bankruptcy, but then is whatever. It's a whole thing. You can go to my Patreon if you want to hear the story. Um, anyway, but he and some other people may have been involved in some business in the Middle East. And that's how he kind of got in with this group of people. And so I just haven't heard good things. And then like last year, oh, this was really funny. Last year, you know, the Beverly Beach office that they had,
0: that was actually in,
1: in my husband's office building, one floor below their office. And they were subleasing this office for, I don't know how many months it was, but they were supposed to, so the same company that owns the office building also owns uh, their house. So they were supposed to pay X amount in rent to sublease the office. And I don't think that ever happened. So, but it's really funny because after they finished shooting those scenes for Beverly beach, I made my husband go down to that office. And I was like, what does it say now? And he sent me a picture of the door and it just says like for rent, you know, this leasing space. So it's just, it's a lot of
0: smoke smoke and mirrors. mirrors. So in other words, It's not Sutton Strack, fuck you, money. No. No, no, That's the sense I'm getting from you. And I mean, it's great that I have no interest except for like what someone's worth. Like there's something very wrong with me. But okay, so now, and well, let me just say, you know, my situation with Dorit is I went to high school with Dorit. Right. High school.
1: You told me. So you saw her a couple noses ago.
0: It was, listen, it was not the same.
1: I said that, not you.
0: And there was dark hair. I mean, which, okay, yeah. we all color our hair, but dark hair. Right. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like, it wasn't this accent. That's, I mean, we're it from, wasn't this accent. we're from like, <laughs> listen, I even have more of a New York accent now than I did because I went to high school in right. Connecticut. Like I grew up between the city and Connecticut, but if there's a chance to go to like free, the thing about Connecticut is you're kind well, you know, you're from Connecticut.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you I've,
0: grow up, unless you're in a s- inner city in Connecticut, if you're you don't yeah. need to go to private school. Public schools are really good. Yeah. So yeah, it's
1: a, it's very s- suburban.
0: Yeah. So, but there was no accent. I mean, it's Connecticut people. <laughs> I mean, I have an accent a little bit now when I drink. It's like a New York accent, but it's
1: right. You know, right.
0: Connecticut. So I don't know where yeah. that comes from, but what about so? Talk to me because it doesn't seem like you enjoy Kyle very much. I'm sensing.
1: No, I do not enjoy Kyle very much. Um, so, yeah, so, I do so not so. enjoy. <laughs> I, I,
0: I really don't know. Like, I, but I'm just sensing this.
1: Oh no, I really do. I mean, there's. I have a lot of stories about Kyle uh, and a lot of stories about her husband. Um, but I mean, we'd be on the phone for like five hours. But oh actually. My God. Our mutual friend, Megan, who may be listening to this. Megan's heard some of my Kyle stories. Um, but no, I mean, from my, from way, way, way back in the day, uh, like when the, the show first started, she was a client of mine at that same store. And... I mean, I didn't like her then uh, because she would, she was just very entitled and she would like pull up on in the loading zone on Robertson and she would like run in and I mean, kind of like acted like she was Oprah, which I'm sure Oprah doesn't even act like that. But um, (laughs) a lot similar like smoke and mirrors kind of situation. But one of my, I think the time where I was like, oh, I really don't like this bitch was, when she came in to buy a gift for someone and the gift was ready, whatever. And she had called before and gave me her credit card. And so she was coming to just come in and pick it up. And she came in to pick it up and she's like, I'm here and picking it up. I'm in a hurry, whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But little problem, um, your card didn't go through. And she's like, oh, well, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. Try it again. I'm like, I'm telling you like this here, I printed out the thing, like it's not going through. And she was like, oh, well, I don't know what's going on with that. And so she takes out the same card, and she's like, here, try it again. And I'm like, I'm telling you, it's not right. She's like, will you just try it? She's a huge bitch about it. And so I tried it again. I'm like, it's coming up declines." Like, what do you want me to do? And she was like, well, what did you do? I'm like, I didn't do anything. Like, call your card, whatever. So. And this is the thing. I worked with um, this guy George, who could be a little bit snarky and bitchy, and sometimes that would rub off on me. And sometimes we would maybe like make fun of people for their credit cards. I'm not saying it's great karma, but you know we you were bored. For the black card, whatever.
0: didn't you? you? You wanted to see a black card.
1: I wanted to see a black card, and I unfortunately, it. what was pulled out was a green card. You were not impressed. I mean, at that point in my life, like, I had a gold Amex, and I was living in an apartment in WeHo, so.
0: What is with these people, like, I mean, I don't know how much Dorit, I'm just going back to that. I don't know how much Dorit bought, (laughs) but, I mean, normally when I leave a store, I carry all my clothing and bags with me.
1: Oh well, that well that okay. I will give Dory one on this. This this happened to be a baby store, so we sold. Yeah, that I mean we also okay. sold like baby Dior and baby Fendi and like, you know, ridiculous clothes too, but she was buying stuff that was like a little bit Okay, fine. Fine. You know, bigger. So we'll, you know, we'll give her that. Fine. But,
0: so, okay, so that yeah. was your beginning of and now Oh, oh yeah, that right. was
1: the, that was the beginning of my relationship with Kyle. Did not live a great leave a great taste in my mouth. Um and then, you know, just living in this specific little neighborhood, you know you hear things over the years um, and well, I mean, I don't even know where to go next, but I will say i um so I the last not the last time I saw her, but uh I saw her last summer. Uh, I ran into her with a mutual friend of ours. And my friend and I were at Cycle and I came in late to the class, which I'm usually like late to everything, but I'm working on it. Anyways, I came the late to the class, so I didn't realize this. But at the end of the class, we're stretching and I go like this and look behind me. And Kyle happened to be sitting one row behind us, right behind my friend. And uh, well, I can say who the friend is because whatever i've talked about this with her on the show so i was with my friend eden who was on beverly hills i think like three or four years ago
0: let's just take um, a minute and clarify eden Sasson,
1: yes eden's Sasson. a very good friend of yours um, who yes. we all know
0: and love very well i'll admit it as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate
1: Yes, and um, I
0: have my Eden own Eden story for you afterwards. You do. I have an Eden okay. story for you. That's
1: it's all, so funny.
0: It, it's all nice. She's your best friend, but I'll tell you. I mean, I <laughs> I, I, I can tell you on air, but I'll we'll talk about it afterwards.
1: So uh, Eden and uh, Kyle's sister have a past, and let's just say Kyle's sister and Eden's. Uh, Eden's sister Who's no longer with us Have quite a past uh, Yeah But that Him, being said And we saw some of that On the show During that season
0: Right Seven right. I think
1: That sounds right Yeah And you saw some of it On the show But like with a lot of things There's a lot That people don't know And there's a lot You know That what It's not my Thing to talk about So anyway Are you sure? Are um, you sure you don't want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah okay. Uh Anyway, that being said, Eden is still very, like, friendly to everybody and, you know, whatever. So we, um, yeah, so uh, we're stretching, and I turn back, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's fucking Kyle. And so... And then I looked at Eden and I was like, look, it's Kyle. And so of course, and this is after class is done, like the lights are on, we weren't interrupting class or anything. So Eden turns around and she's like, oh my God, hi. And Kyle literally goes, I mean, you and I are on video chat, so you can see my face, but Kyle, and this is, I mean, a normal expression for her, but she's just like, Like kind of a what would you say that is? Like a smirk, like kind of a mm, I could you know
0: what the crazy sick fucking thing is? I could actually picture Kyle's face. Her face doing that. Like and I'm not even knocking, I just I I yeah. She totally
1: is it. She's just like, "Mm, yeah, hi. And he's like, How are you? Like, how's everything? How's your family? Whatever. And she's like, "Mm, great. And um, and Eden's like, well, we should catch up. Like, we should do lunch sometime or whatever. And Kyle's like, oh, yeah, do you still have your, like, Pilates thing up at the Glen? And Eden has two Pilates studios. And um, Eden was like, yeah, still have the Pilates studio. And Eden's like, I know you're up there all the time. We should have lunch or whatever. And um, and Kyle was just kind of like, mm. And then we were all walking out, and this particular soul cycle, there's two exit doors, and we were all like kind of walking out. We thought together, and Eden turned around. Oh wait, I'm forgetting a part. Eden looked at Kyle. The three of us are standing there, and she goes, "You know my friend Jess." And Kyle goes, mm. "Just kind of like mm, whatever, very dismissive." And anyway, so we were all you
0: were beneath her. Our-
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. um, Yeah. And then Kyle like ran out the other exit door. But since then I have encountered Kyle many times up at the Glen. Um, we go to the same pharmacy and let's just say she's not one to hold doors or, you know, if she is in a rush, she will run over you with that Range Rover in the parking lot. She doesn't care if you're walking through the street, just watch the fuck out. Um, and she's just very dismissive. And this goes for whether I'm by myself or when I've been with Eden. And what I've noticed with her, and this is over the past however many years I've you know encountered her in many places, what I've noticed with her is she's very aware when she's being uh, in, like whether she's in a more public setting or not. So, you know, if she knows she's being filmed or if she knows someone's taking her picture, there's a a pretty sizable change in demeanor and presence and all of that. And that is one of the things like I can't stand, whether you're a public persona or not. I think that's bullshit. I think who you are, you should just, you should be nice to any everyone unless, I mean, they're like, unless they're an evil person. But um, yeah, so that is... Yeah, I just there's a lot of like I don't buy it. that being said, her husband is one of the nicest people you ever you'll ever encounter. Maybe really? too nice, but yeah, but he I mean too nice. Yeah, what does
0: that mean?
1: He's just <laughs> very friendly.
0: <laughs> are you very saying friendly. he are you saying he hit on you, friends of yours? No,
1: no, okay. never, never on never on me. I don't I'm not really his type. Um, but yeah, I have a, let's just say it's a, it's a kind of a, what I've come to know is that it's kind of a known thing,
0: uh,
1: around here. And it's just, Hmm. I, it's, and I don't even think it's that uncommon. I was actually talking to my girlfriend who I was telling you before the show that, um, well, now I'm going to tell the whole podcast universe that even though we are in quarantine, I'm sorry, but it's Cinco de Mayo and I'm having a girlfriend over and we're going up to my roof deck. We're going to have margaritas. But, uh, this particular girlfriend of mine, she happens to be like in the same professional circle that, um, maybe Realty. Kyle's husband is.
0: Is it Tracy Malice? No, it
1: is not. <laughs> it is not. But, um... Yeah, but she's told me lots of stories. And apparently, like according to her, everyone kind of knows. and really?
0: Which is very opposite yeah. from what we see on the show. We see a nice Kyle to the, the world, not necessarily the other girls. And we see a Mauricio mm-hmm. who only has eyes for her. So this mm-hmm. is news. Before we continue this conversation, I have to say this has certainly been quite a year. And if there's anything interfering with your happiness or achieving your goals, I cannot recommend BetterHelp enough. It is an online professional counseling service. And as a result of me turning to BetterHelp, I was able to take the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast and go from two to four episodes a week. And I even wrote a Behind the Velvet Rope book. So BetterHelp is great. It's a safe and private online environment. You don't have to leave your house go to a waiting room. It's quarantine friendly. Of course, everything is extremely confidential and you can basically start communicating with a professional in under 24 hours. And what I love about it is once you're assigned a counselor, you can reach out to this counselor anytime and they actually get back to you. And you can schedule your weekly phone or video session. No need to get glammed up if you prefer phone over video at your convenience. Also, once you're assigned a counselor to help you, if you don't like who you're assigned, you can easily switch the person. So many people are turning to better health that they're actually looking for counselors in all 50 states, they're growing rapidly. And listen, don't take my word for it. Check out their testimonials posted daily on their website. They deal with a variety of issues, depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, anger, self-esteem. I cannot recommend BetterHelp enough. It's an online professional counseling service. And go to BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Velvet Rope, and you get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash velvetrope, and you get 10% off your first month. They are there to help. I feel there's nothing wrong with admitting you need help, especially in these times. It is more affordable than traditional online counseling. They've really helped me see clarity, gain strength to continue doing this wonderful show for you all. Betterhelp, helpcom slash velvetrope.
1: The funny thing is though, is like, I don't think it is to a lot of people, but I, I, yeah, to a lot of people around here, I guess. Cause when I've kind of, I
0: I think it's the same of like me, listen, I think you probably have the relationship to watching, like when we started the Beverly Hills housewives, like I do to New York and New Jersey, it's like, Mm -hmm. I know them, I know too much. And so I watch, but I know so many things that are going on in real life or how people are in real life. I'm just like, mm-hmm. you love this person and yet they are a total fucking miserable human being right. that I would not want to yeah. be friends with for all the money in the world. I fucking hate this. Totally. Story. So I think you Yeah, totally.
1: Well, that, and I just have no respect for like for people that are that fake or trying to present something that you're like really not. And, and listen, I'll just say this. Okay. In my personal opinion, I have found this to be pretty true. I think over the years is when I see people that are like, Oh my God, I have the best marriage. My husband's amazing. We never fight blah, blah, blah. It's usually a load of shit. You know, like, well, same whereas with like,
0: Instagram. Mo- when, like, you have like every totally. picture is, like, two of you fucking in love. You're like, give right. me a break. Right, right. There's, like, like if the gay I ever guys went on Instagram, Instagram
1: and... yeah, yeah I, mean, it, I would it,
0: never do that.
1: Yeah, write like a diatribe about, like, oh my God, you're my soulmate. You're the best person. Like, I'm sorry, my husband, I want to kill him like eight times a day. Not, and I'm not, even, I'm not saying like we have the best marriage ever. Of course, it's every, I think everything's the worst in progress. But yeah, I just, there's a lot right. of like,
0: blah. What about there, but. Kyle's sister? Do you ever you, do you, I know like Kim? Do you ever see her? I mean, I've only met her no. once. I've only met her once.
1: Oh no, I did see her up years ago, up at the Glen, and it was.
0: But not like you um, see Kyle.
1: It seems like you see
0: Kyle the most. No.
1: I see Kyle a lot because she's up kind of at the same little area. I see Lisa Rinna a lot. Um, How's I Rena when Rinna?
0: You, is she nice to you?
1: Oh. Oh, she's uh, yeah, she's fucking, she's lovely. I um, we actually go to the same soul cycle class. Well, not in quarantine, but we used to. Um, and she is uh, just as she is on the show. Like laughs. Um, at top. I mean, she's. I run into her at the juice place next door with Eden sometimes too, and she's lovely. She's high, smiles. She's, she's nice to just Eden. as you would. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. And and Eden would even tell you the same thing. You know, Lisa is Lisa's good at her job. She's very good at her job. Yes. She's I would say that I I um I I sat down with
0: an ex-Beverly Hills housewife on the show. Let's not mention names. Yeah, because it's gonna come out. But I mean, she'll come on the show. Um, she said the same thing. She was and she wasn't even knocking it. She was just like, Lisa Riddick is the best job she's ever had. Like she's made for this.
1: Oh yeah. She's, she's great at it. And she, um, you know, we see she and her husband, uh, we go on the same like hiking trail all the time. Her husband, nicest guy you'll ever meet. Lovely. Like no creeper vibes. Um, like some of the husbands, uh, I, I mean, I, their da- one of their daughters actually way back in the day <laughs> used to work at the deli up at the, um, up at the Glen center. And Making I learned
0: she- the way of life.
1: Yeah, she. I don't. I mean, I haven't seen her daughters in a very long time. But years ago, I used to see them either up at the Glen or like at Rite Aid, and they were not. I mean, like my husband's niece lives in Calabasas, and she's like the brattiest little bitch she'll ever meet. But her girls were. I never experienced them being like bratty or whatever. So no, I. I honestly don't have anything bad to say about um about Lisa. She's always delightful and um funny and yeah.
0: What about Miss Jane Girardi? Any, have you ever met her, seen her? I've never
1: never met Erica Jane uh, or Erica Girardi. However, one of my good friends who was in my wedding, her parents who are, so my girlfriend's parents who are still together, uh, were really good friends with Tom and his first wife. And, her dad is still kind of in touch with Tom and her mom is still friends with Tom's first wife. Um, And so the only thing I've ever really heard about her from this friend is that uh, she was very shocked when she first came on the show because that was not how she knew her it was like a, a very like she, they would see them at the same they'd go to the same club and see them at you know like whatever stuff and she was like wow that is not the same woman i've seen for the last however many years um but does erica yeah.
0: there's been mixed things does erica from what you know from people that know her does she have here here i go again does she have fuck you that <laughs> and money
1: that might be my new saying in life. Do you the fuck have- you Sutton money? Yeah, <laughs> um, I love the term "fuck you money." Uh, I love it too. She individually, or she and her husband?
0: I I think they're a pair at this point. I think she's getting everything, so I think her and her husband. There's no divorce coming.
1: No, I don't think there's a divorce coming. But from what I've heard about her husband, he is a very uh, smart and cautious businessman so i think that he's i mean i think they're they're i don't know if i would see this is the thing i from what i've heard about him he has he's doing fine he's not hurting, i mean, but aaron brockovich maybe,
0: money is no fucking joke
1: no that's no joke but from what I've heard is he's maybe not as ostentatious and flashy as maybe like a Sutton is.
0: So he has money. He's just keeping it a little more reserved.
1: Yeah. And but then, I think
0: because that- I thought they had a shitload of money just because, again, I go back to Aaron Brockovich. Like, I don't think you need to do much more after that. But then you read all these yeah. things like they're being sued and this like you read shit. There's been shit about them lately
1: Yeah, there's been shit about them And I don't know how much is of them Is that them personally Or his, because he has his own practice right. um, Or is him, you know, in a business sense So I just, from what I've heard They're Yeah, they're fine But I think maybe She has more of like a structured uh, Agreement Than she lets on
0: in allowance is what you're saying. Maybe. Okay. We, we just love to define <laughs> things around here. Okay. So <laughs> it, in allowance, which I assume goes to close or maybe the whole tour. Listen, I went to the Pretty Mess tour. I, oh, did you? <laughs> honey. One of my biggest regrets in life is that I only went twice. I if I had to do it <laughs> over again. Mind you, it was only like six dates. Here's the problem. It was only six dates and it was during December. So who really can travel? Oh. Like you, you don't even understand. Yeah. I like it get on airplanes like and summer. travel all around the world. Like I would literally fly to like San Francisco to go see the pretty. Like I'm insane. <laughs> Right, but it was during December and the dates were announced like November 1st. So I'm like, this is... But I I wonder why they
1: did it during December.
0: Well, I would like to know myself, but I did only go twice and I was so drunk one of them that I don't really remember (laughs) it. So I really only saw it once. But I mean, that ain't no allowance. That that must be on the side because that shit for the 45-minute segment of the performance costs a lot of fucking money. I mean, there was...
1: Well, I mean, Lots she also has her her own income now too. You know, which I
0: would say is around a million dollars. I would think.
1: Yeah, I mean, if half that goes to taxes, it's probably like you know. Right, that's
0: not enough for five hundred. That's not enough for her. Yeah, well, mom.
1: even like for a regular person making half a million, you're in LA is probably the equivalent of making like two hundred everywhere else. I mean, it's
0: except New York City. You know,
1: except yeah, <laughs> except New York City. You know, like, yeah, we have exactly. A,
0: all right, so Erica, who else? who else? who else is there? Um Los I mean the show well, oh, Teddy, I was just gonna say there's that other woman. there's that other woman that they call Teddy. I, I forgot she was there. You're making a face,
1: yeah, does that mean <laughs> does that mean she bores
0: you or does that mean you know her in real life and you're not a fan?
1: B- all of the above okay um yeah, I did well, I did Teddy's program.
0: oh uh, Uh, i'm on the email because i almost went to a weekend retreat that was on my list honey this is behind the velvet rope if i don't deliver content here 24 hours a day all these lovely listeners are going to take me out back and shoot me so when i get on airplanes 24 hours a day and but yes guys we i never happened but teddy was having one of those weekend things and i was gonna which one were you gonna go
1: to the one at the montage
0: i think it was in your backyard yeah
1: well, the, was it at the Montage here or the Montage in Laguna? I don't know. The one do you, that think I, I, do you
0: think I made the distinction? All I knew I was going to have to get out an <laughs> airplane for either the OC or whatever it was, it was right near you compared to 3,000 miles away. And I think yeah. there was something that said about women. And I think I wrote yeah. to them because I usually go to the things that are all women, really. I, I went to well, Bloomingdale's yeah. to a bra thing. To get a, to have another moment with Bethany, literally, I was the only guy there, and she's like, "Yeah, I, I like know you. Come I on, love just, it. Just take your picture." Oh it's so funny. I was gonna go to this, but I think I emailed or something, and they're like, "It really is women only." Whatever this particular one. Oh,
1: okay. I think I, because I, I think I'm still on the email list too. I think I may have seen that, and I was like, "I am not paying fucking six hundred dollars to go down to the of montage." I mean, yeah. Well, her program's a lot of money too. Um, I'll just say. Uh, I told my husband that it was $250, but it was not. Um, yeah, I did her program, which initially, when before I did it, um, and this was, I want to say it was like the summer after her first season on the show, ran into her and um, Kyle. Oh, this is another Kyle story. Ran into her and Kyle at Cycle, and it was after... Class and I would oh I had applied to her program but I uh, did not get it in I got rejected I and didn't I got realize this really that was
0: possible
1: oh yeah 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 um I got rejected and I got this really bitchy rejection email and so really? I saw we were in like the locker area after class and I saw Teddy and I was like hey Teddy like can I ask you a question about the the um your program and she was like yeah and so the the only Kyle part is that Kyle was with her and they were like this, like attached at the hip. And Kyle was not happy that I was talking to her friend. And she kind of went over in the corner next to the water fountain and crossed her arms and she had her baseball hat on and she was acting, you know, like she was in witness protection because like, yeah, you're, you're a fucking soul cycle in West Hollywood. No one fucking cares. Okay. Right. Um. Anyways, she was not happy that I was talking to Teddy. She had a major puts on her face. Anyways, so I totally Teddy, I'm like, Hey, you know, I applied to the program, but I got this like really bitchy email and it said X, Y, and Z. And she was like, Oh, well, have you ever had an eating disorder? And I said, yeah, for 30 years. And this is before she came out on the show and said that she had had an eating disorder. And she was like, don't worry. She's like, I have the same thing too. Um, She's like, all you have to do is we just need a note from your doctor saying like, it's okay for you to do the program. And so, um, she said, that's why you were rejected. <laughs> and she said, just email th- this person back and say that you talk to me and whatever, and then you can get in. So I did email that person back and I did get into the program and I got paired with a coach who, um, Let's just say has a similar romantic situation to Carrie Dubers. Were we talking about that on my podcast or yours? Carrie, um, yours. we're talking about that
0: on my show. Yes, guys. Yeah, there so was a guest on Blonde Unfiltered, which everyone needs to listen to.
1: Yeah, when you're done so, listening to
0: behind the Velvet Rope, there's plenty of time in the day, <laughs> and then you go yes, listen exactly. to our friend Megan's Bravo Happy Hour. Bravo we, Happy
1: Hour. You can go on all of them. Um. What was I going to say? So anyways, yeah, I got paired with this coach that I didn't really relate to um, because she, so she was tall. I'm 5'8", and my coach, I think, was 5'10", she said. And my coach, her beginning weight was like 155, and she's 5'10". And then she got down to like 118. And I was like, yeah, um, sorry, I can't really relate to that because you like were great. You had a great body to be. And she sent right. me her before and afters and her before was like my goal. And then her after is like, basically she's just like emaciated. Um, so I'm like, yeah, sorry. I can't really relate to that. Um, Anyway, so I did the program for two weeks and I lost like 10 pounds in two weeks, which I wasn't really that excited about because in anyone who's struggled with an eating disorder, you can relate to this. Like I can lose 10 pounds in like five days if I do, you know, certain things. So it wasn't really okay. that exciting. Um, and the meal plan was kind of bullshit. um, just going to say, and there were just a lot of things wrong with it. And I felt like it kind of reinforced eating disorders. Um, huh. anyway, and, and then I, we, oh, we had a vacation planned right after I did the two week start. And so I asked my coach, like, well, what do I do when I go on vacation? And she said, well, you know, you should follow the plan. And when you get back, if you are the same weight or less, you can continue on to month to month. But if you were up, then you have to do the two weeks all over again. And I was like, sure, I'm going to go to Punta Mita and just have soup and right. for dinner every night and no right. alcohol. Like, sure, it's fine. Um, yeah, that did not happen. And so I came back and gained all the way back <laughs> and then some, cause my body like, was like, I'm done with the some. program done. So then I ran into Teddy a couple months later and uh, I, it was at like a more of a professional event and I was like, Hey, I have a question. Like if I do the, want to do the program again, like, can I maybe have a different coach? Like, can you, she's like, well, what was the problem with the coach that you had? I was like, well, I just didn't feel like we really gelled and, you know, told her the whole thing. And I was like, I'm thinking that maybe, you know, whatever, X, Y, and Z could be better. And she looks at me and I'll try and do my best Teddy impression. And she looks at me and she goes, the coach is just the coach. That really sounds like a you problem and something that maybe you need to look at yourself because the coach has nothing to do with it. And I was like, "Okay." You're like, and then she told me, me. "She goes. By the way, didn't you only do the program for two weeks and then go on vacation or something?" And I was like, "Bye, bitch." Uh, Although it's
0: shocking that she knew. That's pretty.
1: I, I was, yeah, I was, uh, pretty, yeah, pretty impressed by that, but, um,
0: yeah. What about, so then quickly just to change gears, like just give us the highlights. Is this true that all the Persians are five degrees of separation in LA? Like these two people that were on the show before I get DMs that I'm racist or whatever else everyone's going to say. There were two actual Persians from Shots of Sunset that came onto the show and sat Mm -hmm. with me and said, we all know each other and every Persian person that's ever existed watches our show. How does your husband feel? Okay, like so the,
1: the first part of that I would say is absolutely a hundred percent true. If you are talking about Persians in LA, right? Um, because most of the Persians in LA came here around the same time. My husband did go to high school with, in college with, a few of the ones on the show. So he went to West um, Beverly. No, well, Beverly High, West, West Beverly Beverly, Beverly Hills. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Beverly West Hills Beverly Hills is for, yeah Beverly Hills High School, Um, which you might be able to see out my window. Um, oh, I like it. No, it's. No, West Beverly was from 90210, but yeah, Beverly, the high school. Uh, my husband did not go to Beverly. He went to a uh, an adjacent high school that some of them went to. But there is this divide between that I didn't even know until. So I went to UCLA and I had a Persian boyfriend in college. And I didn't know this because, you know, growing up in the suburbs in Connecticut, I grew up in an environment where like everyone was the same and everyone was equal and I never experienced anti-Semitism or anything like that. And um, so there's this kind of divide between the Persians that live on the West side, like Brentwood, Beverly Hills, Century City, most of whom are all Jewish. And then there's the Persians that live on the Valley side, most of whom are Muslim. And I didn't understand this animosity between them. And now, you know, after hearing lots of stories and, you know, uh, whatever. I've kind of understand it more. But ah. yeah, my husband and I, when we... I remember when we were first dating, and we walked down Beverly Drive and he's like, oh, that's my cousin. I went to high school with them, whatever. So that part, yeah, is true. Most of, most of the Persians in this area, they're probably related or they're cousins. I always joke that my husband has 82 cousins. Um, the part that every Persian watches their show... I don't know about that because I my husband will watch the show with me, but from just does he like it? I mean, kind of like the Housewives. It's it, it's fun to watch it with him because I love his commentary, and so it's very you know watching it with him. He'll be like, "Oh my god, that's total bullshit!" or what? Or this season with Mike and his girlfriend, I did a deep dive on my patreon about mike's uh current girlfriend who i heard about like a year ago at a shabbat dinner actually and that is a fucking story and that's a very interesting dynamic you're gonna have to come back
0: on and do like i will yes
1: i will come back on on that but um yeah it's yeah the the persians especially like my my father-in-law's generation i think are very embarrassed of the show and I think that they there's definitely that. Like if I went to a Shabbat dinner and I was like, did you guys watch Shaw's of Sunset? They would be like, ew. <laughs> like, and it's you know? not like your husband so, knows
0: like Gigi, Mercedes, Reza, none of that.
1: Uh yeah, he knows, yeah, he knows Reza. Uh f- we both do. I yeah, I had a I ran into him not that long ago. Uh he knows. Mercedes, he knows MJ and Goldness had just like from living in LA forever, but not like friendly with him. He's it's more, a little
0: shocking. What's happening, like President MJ? I mean, thirty years.
1: Yes and no. I yeah. will say it, in regards to that, um, I think you know you were talking about earlier about some people that come on the show and they get very caught up in this persona and the hype of it and I think that that is kind of maybe what's happened there
0: I could totally see that do you think that from who Reza or MJ all of the above
1: I mean both yeah all of the above but I definitely from what I've from what I've heard from, you know, people around, my husband's 40, so I guess not quite Reza's age, but him and his cousins, um, he... one of his, Here, one of his cousins told me this. One of his cousins who did go to Beverly uh, with Reza um, said that when he was in high school, when Reza was in high school, he, and this is just this one guy's opinion, he said he kind of viewed him as... Like he didn't really know, he didn't really fit in anywhere because I think at that point he hadn't come out yet and he was probably mm. still struggling with that. And then he's also half per, or half Jewish, half Muslim. And so, and most of the Persians in Beverly Hills are all Jewish. So I think that was maybe a struggle. And this person's opinion was that he, instead of taking that experience and maybe doing something, I, I don't know, maybe more positive with it. He's kind of taking it and flipping it and he's maybe exacerbated everything. And it's like, oh, well, I didn't fit in then, but like, look at what I can do now. If that kind of makes sense. That
0: makes 1 billion percent sense to me. <laughs> it does. Yeah. That <laughs> makes sense. No, I mean, I, yeah. I, I get it. Well, Ali Ashuri is very hot, The one who, the one who got the water thrown on him. That's all. I Yeah,
1: I have never heard of him or seen of him in my life, and I I did. I am watching this season with my husband. Maybe you know, forcing him to watch it with me. Whatever, it's fine. Um, and I did ask my husband whenever a new person comes on who I don't know. I'm always like, do you know, like who is that? And my husband was like, I don't know who the fuck that is. (laughs) So I, I don't. He's hot. I don't. I don't know. I, yeah, my husband's not really into hot men, but... Um, that makes he, sense. Yeah, that was all here.
0: <laughs> or hot gay men Sorry. that disappear out of nowhere on Shaw's Sunset. Does yeah, it, you know. Anyone, and I know who you know, I'm going to ask you quickly before we have to go. Um, uh, One of my queens, Miss Trady, Tr- Tracy Tudor Malice, who I mentioned before. I, anyone know her over there? You have any experience with her?
1: Um my My best friend does... Uh, she, yeah, like know her in a professional sense. Um, oh, I mean, I mean, I sat down do, with her
0: for an interview. Professional she,
1: interview. I, she didn't. I mean, she did. She did. She's never told me anything negative about her in a professional sense. Although she did alert me to um, something that I don't know if everyone is aware of, but I mean, you can fucking Google it. Uh, that. So my good friend who's in that kind of circle, her assistant um, told her this little piece of information about Tracy. One, they were at some, it was some par- some uh, open house party or whatever. They were filming it for the show, actually, I guess. And um, for a million dollar listing. And uh, this, my girlfriend's assistant was like, girl, have you seen her movie? And my girlfriend was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Do you know what, what? I'm talking about? No. Oh, okay. And then we're well, not, if you, yeah, go If you Google Tracy uh, Tudor adult film, it will come up.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> and yeah. the thing is, we're going to have to go into this more next time. Because also, like when Million Dollar Listing... Comes back on the air. We need to spend some more time on this. Well, I'm putting this on your let's yes. talk about this next time because I know you have <laughs> connections to some of the others too that I want to. I need to yes. spend more time on that. This was really mostly about the Beverly Hills Housewives. And anyone, do you know anyone from? I'm sure you don't even watch this show. I watch it. Married to Medicine, LA, Dr. Amani, Shanique. Jasmine. I
1: don't think I know anyone. I've never watched the show though, but maybe I should. I didn't think you did.
0: Um, We've had people from there on this lovely podcast. First season, you missed eight episodes. Now we're on the second season. You only missed one.
1: Oh, it's only eight episodes. Oh, but I could catch up. That's not long.
0: It's a nice little show. I could okay. tell you two people not to pay attention to. They don't come back. This <laughs> but like, if you really want, okay. you could just sleep. Yeah, those parts. I can catch
1: up on that. What kind of what kind of doctors are they?
0: <sighs> Doctor Amani is a psychiatrist. Doctor Noel, okay. I
1: think, is like an
0: yeah. She's an anesthesiologist. Okay. It's a very misleading title because we don't we're not all doctors. Jasmine Johnson is a doctor's wife. Okay. We have two people that didn't come back, so you don't need to know them. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing. There's only five girls, so you can focus. Got it. Okay. And the two two new girls have been on one episode, and I can't tell you anything about them because I just saw it, and they barely had any. And then there's this girl, Shanique, who is a doctor's wife, I think. It's really just all about- Jasmine and Do we we know
1: where in L.A. they live?
0: No, but Jasmine's husband. Jasmine is definitely Bel Air, I believe, or Beverly Hills. And she has a rental investment property, which she talked about on this Behind the Velvet Rope. And we just saw it on the first episode. It's like a concierge service. And this fucking property... Like, I guess if you're coming to town, you can stay there. and They do everything for you. I don't really understand the difference. Like, yeah, like, you can get, like, anything. But, like... the house is fucking gorgeous. So Google app. Oh,
1: nice. Well, yeah, maybe I'll catch up on that.
0: And right before we wrap up for two seconds, I mean, really, we have to have you back on for a much longer episode because next time you come, I need to spend 45 minutes just talking about Eden <laughs> and that friendship. But very quickly, any experience with LVP?
1: Oh, yeah. I, oh my, I, I forgot you know what, about that. You know what, then? Yeah. Save just, it. we could we could save it for another. yeah save it that's I'm gonna a whole, do
0: it. yeah, just save it, save it' yeah, like we'll save that
1: LVP what? and Ken
0: <laughs> okay, we'll I used to see Ken it.
1: all the time. Ken and I were were buds.
0: We'll talk about that next time, you know, maybe this is something new I should do. I should start leaving a little nugget for people or something
1: you should you should you should you should leave a little a little hors d'oeuvre or a little you know a bouche. And I'm going to have more
0: questions for you next time about like everything you just said, I could have spent three hours on like Kyle alone, Dorit alone. Like this is, yeah,
1: it's a, it's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. Yeah. And, and and, you know, once quarantine is done and opens up again, I'll, Probably have more encounters.
0: (laughs) You know what? It might have to happen before you give everyone your information. When this is over, I might have to have my producers contact your people. You might have to be our West Coast correspondent. We might have to put you on the payroll. (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, we might have to I mean, create a position here I for can be,
1: I can be bought by a uh, Santa Margarita Pino Grigio. I Seriously, <laughs> we might have to send you
0: a case of that because we have eyes on the ground. This is, this is, I, I my wheels are turning here send for the people. Send me a case. Send me Seriously, a case, yeah. <laughs> my, my wheels are turning. Anytime you want to know something about Ramona or Dorinda off the record, you just text me, baby, I, I, I've got you. Um, okay. So where can everybody find you on Instagram?
1: Yes, you can find my Instagram. I'm not going to lie. It's like not that great. Uh, but it is at blonde underscore unfiltered. And, uh, my podcast is blonde unfiltered and you can find it anywhere you listen to this one.
0: And your podcast is diverse. It's not... You talk about a lot of things. Yeah, my
1: podcast things. is not just about... I t- Yeah, I, I really... My podcast used to be called The Real Housewives of the West Side and was more just about this kind of stuff, my encounters with, you know, the housewives and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I talk about everything. I talk about... Um, I'm really into... Uh, not to steal Bethany's line, but, you know, I mentioned it all. I, I'm really into talking about mental health and, um, you know, my personal struggles with food and... Um, um, relationships and uh, my mother who's borderline narcissistic that's a real fun uh, ride and uh, yeah I talk about a lot of you know mirroring into a Persian family and I talk about Judaism and kind of everything around the board so yeah it's it's just you know hodgepodge of everything.
0: People need to check it out and if I ever decide to have a life and branch out of the Bravo world like one day when I'm older I'm going to have a life I, I want to yeah. be you like when I grow oh. up
1: so it's it's not that you know, it's just a lot of, you know, watching lifetime and uh, you know, that's it.
0: I get it. We really appreciate you coming on. You're really gonna come back. We're gonna we're gonna Thank book you, so, you.
1: Oh my god, of course, what am I doing? Especially in quarantine. Like and oh, I'm, I'll come back on I'm, yours. I'm looking at my one eye. We were just talking about Botox. And I'm like, shit, my eye's falling. I need to get this Botox situation rectified.
0: I <laughs> so, can't even, like, I have bags. I'm like, don't even look at me. I look horrible. But everyone, yeah, thank you. Do. You know for me, you can find me at David Yontef. You can find me at Behind Velvet Rope. And if you go to Behind the Velvet Rope on Apple and you like it and you listen, it's most of what we need. But remember, leave a write-up leave a five-star write-up. It wouldn't hurt you. Leave
1: a review. Don't be an asshole. Don't write anything, like, shitty. I know. It's like... Be a good
0: person. And you know what my thing is, what I say to people is, when you've done your podcast and you can do Mm -hmm. as good or almost as good or better, you can leave me a shitty review. For everyone who thinks that we just turn on a fucking microphone Mm -hmm. and talk, guys, this is such hard work. You have no fucking clue Mm -hmm. how hard it is. Right? Yeah.
1: Same. If you, if you want to start your own podcast and get stellar perfection, audio quality, then you can comment about my audio right. quality until then. Right.
0: Everyone's <laughs> a critic, right? Everyone's a fucking exactly. critic. So I love you dearly. Okay. I'll, I'll like text you later when you're on your roof having your margaritas. Love exactly. you.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Love you too. Have a good night.
0: All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.